Nina Moon's son is here. She's one of the artists. Yeah. Begin part of it. She's the one that does the fashion. Oh, oh the fashion pieces. Mm-hmm. And she's so cool. She's from South Korea, Seoul, South yeah. Korea. She was in the fashion industry. Oh, nice. Well, with that being said, yes, sir. It's recording already. Oh. So, I mean, <laughs> That's why we cut a little behind the scene, you know, yes, type yes, is. Yes. So, you know, welcome back to another episode. Um, it's Obi, it's your host. Super excited to be back to recording season four, I believe. I've been a hiatus. I've been doing some things behind the scene. And it's finally coming together after a couple of months of getting my equipment straight. I'm back. We back. I told you guys the, we'll be back better and bigger. And with that being said... Um, as some of you know, on my social media, I come to this place. It's called Chocolate Secret. And I come out here because it's a very chill spot, low key. If you love chocolate, this is the place to be. But most importantly, I'm a sucker for ice cream. <laughs> and of course, banana split. And they serve one of the best fancy ass banana split. Because my boy Tony hooked it up uh, with a banana and the brown sugar and the blowtorch. And yes, and to me, that is fancy as banana split. But also, I also met the owner. I call it Auntie Pam because if you guys want to hear the conversation that we have off mic, it's like, I'll be honest, she's like a cool-ass aunt. You know, she's very chill, down to earth. You know, like speaking to her, this is her establishment. We've had some conversation off air, and I was like, you know what? I want to talk to you. I want to get this on record because... You know, like she has some cool ass stories I want her to share. Upbringing from St. Croix, by the way. And of course, being a minority in a predominantly white, Anglo, how you want to call it, uh, area. And of course, her business is booming. So, you know, like this, like today's topics, subjects are going to be family, business oriented, and just, I'll be honest, you know, we're going to shoot the shit today because, like, our conversation like that. You know, like she's graciously giving us me time to come out to her establishment and record. And with that being said, Auntie Pam, welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you. First of all, thank you for having us here at your at your establishment. Um, you know, like I like I said, I love coming out here. I love bringing friends and family here because I know most of my friends and family love chocolate. And of course, on your display. Wait a you, minute, you're coming for the chocolate? I, I thought you were coming for me. No, no, I do, I do, I do. Oh, I do. Trust me, trust me, I do. Yo, I'm take because our conversations. I thought you were coming here to talk to your mom and hang out. Hey, you know because our conversations that we have off air, yes, boy. Like if I could record those, like those are precious gems, you know. But those, you know, but those are just for you and I, you right. know. You That's know, because keep, we love each other. It's definitely. Really good. And so, like I said, like I love coming here to service the people, the environment, the aura. It's great. It's beautiful. And of course, um, most importantly for the fancy ass uh, banana split <laughs> that and my boy Tony you like be that brulee, huh? I do, I do. <laughs> boy, my boy Tony be hooking me up, man. Yeah, he, Tony's my oldest son, <laughs> uh, guys. You don't know that yet. Yeah, he. His that, full name is Tony Bologna mm, Macaroni. There you go. There you go. My boy Tony, shout out to Tony. He's not here today, but if no. he was, he'd definitely be talking to us. But you know, going back to what I said earlier about our conversation, so a little background before we get into it. So when I first came here, I thought this was, I'll admit it, and I've told you, you know, it was white owned because, you know, we're in part of Uptown. 
and one of your ice creams is saffron. And that is, is an expensive product. It for is a couple the world's of ounces. most expensive spice, yes. followed by vanilla. For a couple of ounces, I've seen them maybe about 15, you know, if you want to go fancy, probably, you know, like 15 and above. And so when I first came here, I was like, man, like, you know, like these, you know, it's a nice neighborhood that have saffron. And I love the taste of saffron. So I got the ice cream and it was great. And I always thought it was white owned. It wasn't until recently when we first actually met talking here. And you're like, yeah, I'm the owner. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, no, <laughs> seriously. Oh, by the way, we can cut you if you want. You okay, know, we can cut okay, you if you good. want. This is, it's called the Ozo. So we talk about anything and everything. You know, like, please feel free to express yourself how you really are. If you don't, that's fine. You know, but just, I want this to be where you can be yourself. You know, like, we're not, you know, I'll put a disclaimer. Don't worry about it. You no, know, just, thank you. you. Look, no, I get cover what you're saying. So, mm-hmm. um, so when I first met you, I was like, yo, like, wait a second. Like, I thought this was, you know, predominantly white-owned. And then that's, then you're like, nope, I'm the owner. And then that's where you gave me the whole story background of the business and how you came with, um, with the saffron. And so, you know, I wanted to ask, like, how long have you been here at this establishment? Well, the store's been open for 20 years. As a matter of fact, this year's our 20th anniversary. Oh, nice. Uh-huh. We started off in the West Village, which is off of McKinney. Yeah. We were there for about three years. But I wanted to add alcohol, wine okay. and beer to the menu. And uh, they wouldn't let me sell, according to my lease, any alcohol really? at, in the West Village. So I moved here on Oak Lawn. Wow. By the way, that's 3926 Oaklawn Avenue. Free plug. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Free plug. There you go. So, I mean, so you've been at this establishment for, for you said 20, 20 years. So you've been in business here for 20 years. And then don't forget that. Before that, I was an attorney for 20 years. When I was practicing law, dinosaurs were on the planet. Oh, my goodness. Baby, your yeah. mom is old. <laughs> but she looks so fine. Yeah, you she know does, what I'm saying? Boy, yeah. she does. I'm looking at her right now. <laughs> yeah, she very does. And so, like, I mean, like, what made you come up with chocolate? I mean, like, are you, an aficionado, are you a chocolate aficionado, or do you yourself like chocolate, or are you? I think more it's my personality. I think you should just get the best out of life that you could find. And so I believe you should always be happy and always get what you want. And uh, one day I said, I'm going to open a store that has everything a person could want. I want to have music and chocolate and wine and uh, jewelry and sporting things, whatever you want. Yeah. So I put together a store that is an odd combination. And I'm going to tell you, when I first opened the store, everybody was like, you know, that fam is such a stupid idiot. What the hell is she talking about chocolate and wine? Music. So for a very long time, people told me no. Really? But you know, as you and I have discussed, when you tell me no, all you are is in my way. Yeah. So I think most often no is just a big lie. So I don't care if you think the answer is no, move. Yeah, Let me get to it. You're an obstacle, yeah. Right. So they said that chocolate and wine didn't go together. But they said that in the South. But chocolate and wine had been paired for forever on the East Coast and the West Coast. Okay. Uh, when I first opened up, nobody sold dark chocolate, really. It was a milk chocolate. Okay concept but dark chocolate i prefer it it's better it's more nuanced it's more complex complex so i just i do what i feel like doing Mm -hmm. and i'm not saying that to brag i'm saying that to tell you and everyone do what you feel like doing okay and whatever you do do it the best that you can possibly do Mm -hmm. and then be proud of that but if you're not going to do your best go get a beer 
a good beer. Yeah. I like good beer. <laughs> go get a good beer. Go find a great beach and go sit down and hallucinate, baby. You know, have a good time. But why are you wasting your time and my time yeah. doing something mediocre? I'm glad you said that because, you know, you because another topic, a conversation that you and I would have a lot is about life and, and advice. But before we get to that, you know, um, and you said that you were 20 years a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and give us a background of your life coming from St. Croix, coming to the States, you know, being a minority to having a business for 20 years. And not only am I a minority, but I come from a rock in the middle of the sea. <laughs> and uh, I used to think that I spoke English. So when I came to the United States and I would speak to people, they would kept saying, huh, what? And I thought, what's the matter with these people? Don't they speak English? <laughs> but I realized that my English was, we, we call it crucian. The way I used to speak is called crucian. So it was accented, okay. I'm going to say. Because St. Croix doesn't have a TH sound. Okay. So if I was going to say it's 3.30, now did you hear those yeah. THs? They're beautiful, aren't the they? The 3.30? Yeah. Beautiful. I used to say 3.30. 3.30. And uh, we don't have an R sound. So for me, it wasn't a horse. Did you hear that R? Yeah. I used to say Haas. Oh, really? So when people would talk to me and I would say Haas, blah, 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 they would say, what? Huh? <laughs> and then I had to focus and I learned how to speak American English. Okay. I say. So uh, I came to the United States, and I went to a school called Rice University. It's in Houston, Houston Texas. Houston, yeah. It's fairly small. The um, Owls, I believe, is it. Hmm? The Owls? The Owls? The yes, owls, we yes. are Owls, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I came to Rice, which was fantastic, because I was in Texas, which is warm. I would have... And during... <laughs> I'm going to tell you, when Houston's winter hit, I cried, turned purple, and went indoors. <laughs> And uh, Rice is such a small school, they kissed on me and said, come on, Bonnie, let me teach you how to layer dress. So when all these kids in, from the United States were wearing shorts, honey, I was wrapped in <laughs> clothing. So it was a good thing that I went to Rice because really they care about you. Yeah. And uh, it was a really nurturing environment and warm. So after I graduated from Rice, I have a BA in business management. I okay. went to law school. And I went to law school at UT in Austin. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I decided to practice law. And let me tell you one of those minority stories. So I wanted to go into private practice. And when I graduated, everybody said, private practice? Are you crazy? Black people don't go do private practice. Black people, they're prosecutors. You need to go work for the government, baby. Right. You're delusional. And I, you know, honestly, I didn't hear them. I didn't understand what they were saying. I thought that they were intellectually misinformed. Okay. So I said, oh, no. Black people don't have to just work for the government. They can go into private practice. And so I was trying to educate people by talking to them. But really what they were doing was trying to tell me no. Yeah. It was something they were trying to teach me, a visceral reaction, Okay. which I just didn't have. So I have worked for the oldest continuing law firm in Dallas County. I've worked for some of the biggest law firms in Dallas County. And back then, women and minorities, yeah. please. But So what was your motivation, though, like, you know, to... to go forward being black and women in a mostly male-dominant... And male. Yeah, male-dominant environment. I, I See, I don't think I needed a motivation. I just kn- knew that all that nonsense they were spewing was a lie. Yeah. It's just a lie. <laughs> black people can be lawyers. Women can work for the biggest law firms in town. You know, and now, if you see all these years I've been doing stuff, old people can have a construction company. 
There is no no. Mm -hmm. So I just don't hear no. And quite frankly, I'm often confused by it. What are you talking about? No, I can do it. So I'm going to tell you, I would go into a, a client's office start, and they would say, yes, can I help you? I say, yeah, from so-and-so law firm. They'd look behind me for the guy. You know, where's that white lawyer guy that they were going to send over the firm? Oh, no. And they'd look, and I could tell that they were like, they thought I was the secretary, the paralegal, the bag lady, something. But I would just start talking. I don't need to convince you that I'm your lawyer. No. I am your lawyer, you know? Because so you I'm, are petite, like, you know, like you're short, petite. So, like, if I were to see you walking around, you think no I'm way. a pushover. It's, yeah, or, yeah, or like you say, like, the assistant paralegal, yes. and all, you know, like, but I would have never thought you go up there in your pantsuit dress, you know, like two pin, you know. And not two, only am I your lawyer, I'm going to kick your opponent's ass because <laughs> I was. I was called a bitch you in were multiple you were languages, baby. But I'm practicing law. I'm a bitch. Get out of the way, and I'm coming <laughs> to kick your ass. So, you know, and I know that. Yeah. So I don't need you to give me permission to be that. Yeah. Uh, and then after that, I practiced law for over 20 years, and then I started multiplying and being fruitful. <laughs> and I made myself three sons. And I wasn't giving any time to them, mm -hmm. so I retired. Oh, okay. And that's how chocolate came about. But, you know, baby, I just don't do chocolate. I also have a recycling company, metal recycling company, mm -hmm. and I have a construction company. And yeah, So you got your hands in a lot of places because I know we've talked, you know, off mic before that, you know, you got the construction, recycling, mm -hmm. and all of this. So is that to keep you busy or is that just to give your kids that generational wealth or that money-hungry type, like, I need to do you this. You know, to make it more does money. all that, but that's not the motivation. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you, when I was a kid, uh, let's say the bathroom was broken, mm -hmm. they would say, "Hey, go fix the bathroom." Well, you know, I knew how to fix it, so I'd go in there and fix it. And when I came out, I just knew how to fix the bathroom. So if the water was running, I fixed it. Okay, it's yeah. not running. But in America, I find that you guys call me a plumber. <laughs> you see, so yeah. all of a sudden, I became a plumber. A builder, a but really, the toilet was broke. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, for example, one day, uh, my baby son, I came home, and he'd moved all of his stuff into the dining room. Baby, I mean everything. His bed, he folded his little clothes up, put it oh, in the china no. cabinet. And he was in kindergarten. So I thought, hmm, I need a bigger house. Because he, he didn't want to live with his brother anymore. Oh, okay. So I said, okay, let me go get a contractor. Anyway, these contractors pissed me off. You know, they were acting like, like, they were the master of my destiny. They yeah. could tell me what to do. And I was like, you know, who died to make you my father? You tell me, if you can build, so can I. So I just formed a construction company. And my construction company is Joe Carter, which is my grandpa's name. And so then I went and built my own house. And that's a badass house, baby. <laughs> <laughs> my neighbors went crazy. Oh, my God. Have you ever built a house before? No. But, see, they are subject or they are weighted by the lie of no. Yeah. How come my contractor can build a house and I can't? It just didn't make any sense to me. So I built a badass house that's really cute. And when it was finished, although my neighbors called code enforcement every day on me, <laughs> when it was finished, they said, wow, Pam, you know, thank you. You have increased the value of all the houses on this block. Nice. Your house is really nice. And the code in inspector and I, we were pals, baby. <laughs> He'd come by, we'd make jokes. He said, they called again. I say, really? We'd laugh. But that's my philosophy. 
I hope I answered your question. No, no, you I did. You did. Rambled. I mean, like I said, I mean, this is not, it's not scripted. And like I told you, I don't have a sheet of paper here, you know, because mm-hmm. I like my conversations to be generic and just fun and personable because if I have a script, I've been told I should, you know, mm-hmm. to sound more professional. See, there but... you get. See, somebody's telling you no. Bump them. Baby, yeah. you don't want a script. Don't have a script. Yeah, which is why I tell them. I tell them, fuck them. You know exactly. What, you know, because you know oh, people that I know me. You. you know, it's just how you and I started our conversation. You know, I was eating my fancy as banana <laughs> split one day, and then you know, like that you were sitting around here somewhere, and I asked you, "Are you the owner?" Mm-hmm. And you said yes, and I was like, I was mind blown because I thought mm-hmm. I was expecting to be like, "No, I'm just a manager," <laughs> or you know, "No, I sweet." Because I'm a good glass picker upper. Let me tell you, with three sons, I can pick up glass, baby. Yeah, so, you know, so, like, a lot of my podcasts, like, I don't have anything scripted. I don't have any questions. I've been told I should, but I'm like, but that's not me. That's not my character. That's not my personality. It's the, I like to start, start, spark up a conversation with about anything. And that's you know? why you're so great to talk to. Let me tell you, because we talk a lot. Yeah, yes. we do. Yeah. And we don't have a script. No, no. And don't we do. listen to them. No, They're lying to you. I know. So, you know, so that's why I'm like, you know what? And like last night, I, I was thinking, you know, what answers, to, I mean, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. what questions to ask you. But I'm like, nah, fuck that, Exactly. Meg. You know, because most of our conversations, like, I'm telling you, like, I went to bed late because I haven't recorded in a while. Mm-hmm. You know, so I was telling a friend, like, I'm kind of nervous. Speaking behind a microphone is different than speaking in person. Mm-hmm. You know, because to me, speaking behind a microphone means I'm speaking to an audience, which I am to right. all those, I don't know, five, ten people listening right now. <laughs> 500 people? <laughs> five million people. Let, let, me knock, let me knock on wood for that. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. I'll drink to that, by the yeah, way. Here you go. King. Yeah. For those wondering, <laughs> we're drinking red wine at noon. At great her, red wine. Great red wine at noon at her shop <laughs> right now. So, so coming by. So, yeah, so, you know, going back, you know, I, I was like, you know what? Like, the stories you tell me, the advice you give me, you know, I mean, personally, we all have our own, you know, demons, and I'm struggling with mine, you're struggling with yours. But, you know, like, one thing that I see from you is that, you know, you always have a smile on your face. Um, it's just like, wow, you know, the things you told me, and it's like, you still smile, you know? And, like, that's one thing I like, I like talking to people or strangers, which I get a lot of kickback, you know, from my friends because they're like, Yo, you just talk to anybody. And I'm like, well, you never know. That person might be going through something and just by a conversation, just by a hello or how you doing, you can change their day. Most and, definitely. And like mostly, I'm going to get a little personal now. Um, before I start my podcast, I always ask my guests, in general, where are you at mentally and emotionally, spiritually, on a scale of 1 to 10? And I am all over the uh, I don't know, but... I'm going through, I'm in the middle of so much Yeah. Stuff. You know, I'm trying to get a divorce, and uh, I've been trying to get a divorce for two and a half years. Whoa, did I really marry you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm making a joke, girl. <laughs> if you do get married, sign a prenup. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> we, have a, we have an audience here, by the way. <laughs> that's right. And that's the right place to applaud. <laughs> prenup. Yeah, you, yeah, we'll and, get but, to that uh, next. We'll get to that next about prenup. Yeah, I'm going to tell you guys. Uh, th- although you say you're interviewing me, mm-hmm. really, the world is about us, mm-hmm. you know? So when, we, when we're talking, when you and I talk, we talk about us, yeah. each other. It's not egocentric. Correct. Yeah. And sometimes interviews can be too egocentric. They can. You know, and so, you know, my purpose is podcast, 
I'll give you a little backstory. I started when COVID hit. I'm a people person. I like to talk oh, to people. Wow, and right. so, you know, like working from home and, you know, being isolated, I was in a funk. Wow. Like not depressed, you know, but, you know, I was in a funk. And so, you know, I would miss going out. And like nowadays, people don't talk. People don't sit down, have a conversation. It's all through text. People don't pick up the phone anymore to call somebody. It's all through text. I hate texting. Hmm. I'll text you if it's something short, small, and sweet. But to have a long-ass conversation, you know, like some of my friends that I have, they'll have paragraphs. And I'm like, first of all, my fingers are too fat <laughs> to be typing, all, you know, in this little bitty-ass screen. So I just, know. My sons can type so with multiple fingers. I, I can't do that. I don't have the patience. I don't have the time. So just pick up the phone and just fucking call me. We'll talk about it. We'll hash it on Call It A Day. So, like, that was my motivation is that, you know what, I missed that. And then, of course, I'm thinking 10, 15 years from now, like, what if I die tomorrow? You know, like, what am I going to leave behind to people to hear my voice? Mm-hmm. You know, because I don't leave voicemails. So people can go back and listen to these podcasts and be like, man, so, so that's what he sounded like. Right. You know, or like. That's what he thought. You know, and so and so that was my thought is like, well, let me leave. I mean, maybe financially I can't leave nothing behind, but at least I can leave something to where people can can go back and listen to to these conversations be like right. man like you're leaving the most important thing yes which yeah. is me and so like that yeah. was the whole Ooh, purpose of me yes. you know which is the purpose of me of doing this podcast yes. and i've been doing it ever since then I, I started off and you know i've been picking up and learning the pieces along the way wow. you know so the intro music that we had earlier you know shout out to daquan he gave me that sample and then shout out to Christina, like she gave a little voiceover. So, you know, just little by little, like my friends have been supporting me. Um, and so, like, that's why I did this podcast is just going to reach out to people and just talk. Because especially nowadays, people are afraid to voice their opinions now on, on certain subjects and topics. So it's kind of like, well, like my space is, you know, like if, if you want to talk about something, there's no judgment here. You know, like we're both going to have this conversation. We may not agree on it, but... I'm not going to bash you just because you don't agree with me. You and you know the gift that you're giving to yourself, you're giving to your audience and to the people you interview. That's mm-hmm. the same gift. Do you realize that? So mm-hmm. when you're saying you're leaving a legacy of, of the best part of who you are, which is you, you're also helping your the people you interview leave that legacy, and the people that hear you, they get to wallow you know, in that legacy. I love the idea of, of when I'm going to do something, just dive in and get it mm-hmm. all over you, you know? So we get to do that with you. Yeah. This has been a beautiful thing. You yeah. know, I thank you, thank you. Like I said, I mean, it's it's been a roller coaster ride, you know, to try and get people. Because I used to record from home, but now that I'm able to go out, and which is why, you know, I I, I talk to you, and with your blessing, of mm-hmm. course, you know, like you're, you're allowing me to come to your space. Anytime, every day. Oh Lord, I'm on every day. Yeah, you can have a banana. Maybe you can have a banana split every day. <laughs> Say that. It, it's on the record. I'm it's not gonna edit record, that part out. See? I'm not gonna edit that part out, so it's on the record. <laughs> so you know, going back, I want I also want to touch the on the subject of because we touched about like what motivates you, what drives you to keep going, but also like where do where do you see chocolate secret in the next five, ten years? Because so, you've been here for twenty. You know, so you, you're definitely successful. You know, so like, you know, where do you see Chocolate Secret in another five, ten years? Or maybe well, even yourself? Well, a lot of people want me, to, oh, me, myself? Yeah. Now and Chocolate Secret. There you go, baby. Yeah. I have a lot of 
plans. Like, you know what I want to do? This is my, I have two major ones. Okay. So one is I want to build or retrofit a 30, 40 story building. And I want it to be ready for day and tomorrow. That is, when you walk in, the air is filtered. Because you think COVID was a one-time thing? Yeah. Baby, we're going to be inundated by disease. Always. And it's all going to be airborne. So uh, I want to have, when you walk into this space, the air has been filtered. The water's filtered. The first floor is all about beauty. So I want to have uh, artists uh, on the first floor. I want to have music. And so a place to sit. Uh, you know, you said that when COVID came, you were you felt isolated and mm-hmm. lonely. Yeah. You know, for me, uh, alone time is really important as well. When you're on an island, you go down to the beach and you sit and you're quiet yeah. by yourself. And it is an incredible sensation. It is. So I, I didn't notice, let me tell you, I didn't notice that COVID was isolating me. What I noticed was COVID was letting me be still. Okay. You know? So the first floor of this uh, enterprise is going to be that, a place of stillness, beauty. But you can also, you know, come together and talk to people about art and music while Correct. you're there. Then the next floors are going to be restaurants, but I mean great, great restaurants and small retail places. Then the next several floors will be office space so that you can, you're working there, attorneys, accountants, whatever you want to do. Yeah. And there's also going to be a space for charitable efforts. So... Uh, I'll have rooms set up so a charity can come in and do uh, what you're doing, Uh, have meetings, whatever. And then the the last remaining floors will be residential. Then the top floor is a helicopter in case you just need to get out of there. (laughs) I got to go, baby. I got to go. And we're going to have cars for you. So you can have your own car, but we would prefer we'll have cars. So do you want somebody to drive you someplace? Fine. We drive you. Do you want to take this car and drive yourself somewhere? Go ahead. But you see how it cuts down on pollution. Your footprint is smaller yeah. because you're not driving for 10 miles to go get a burger, then another 50 miles to go to work, and then back again. It's all right there, and it's all beautiful and peaceful and a little filtered. Okay. And uh, so this is one of my main projects I want to do. And my baby son is an architect, so he's helping me. Do my plans. This is going to be cute, baby. (laughs) And I want it to be sort of a green, not sort of, I want it to be a green building. Okay. So, uh, you know, solar panels and and vegetation growing on the roof Mm -hmm. and down the side. So this is the idea. I want to buy a chateau in France, the south of France. You know, my father is from Paris. Oh, nice. Uh, But I want to buy a little chateau and B&B it. Uh, That's another plan I have going and so travel some more so five ten years from now we're gonna go back and listen to this this podcast yes and so we're gonna check off those those and let me let me say to our audience go get a journal go get a book and write down your plans first of all most of us don't think about our plans so we get up in the morning we just float until we bang into something yeah and that's what we're gonna do all day or that's what we're gonna do for the next six months sometimes you bang into something you're there for five years but is that where you want it to be? Mm-hmm. We never think about what we really want. What do we want? And I've asked people that, and they say, oh, I know exactly what I want. Really? Do you know what you want spiritually, emotionally? Uh, do you want what relationships do you want? What do you want? How will you want yourself physically? Where do you want to travel? Yeah. What do you want to learn? Are there any books that you really want to know about? Are there any minds you want to explore? How about Ooh. art? 
Do you want, are there pieces of art that you haven't seen yet you want to see? Think about what you want. Wow. Because if you think about what you want, you know what? You go do it. Yeah. And if I could be a little silly. No, no, Sometimes please, I talk is... to women, you know, and I can <laughs> see in their face they're like, what is she talking about? I say, you know, <laughs> if you're standing on the street and some guy comes up to you and says, mm, you sure are fine. Is that your next boyfriend? Really? Is he the one? What were you looking for in a guy? Does he have the right morality, the sense of humor? Did you want education? Is his family, way his family? Yeah. Is he really the guy? He, that's just some idiot that says your behind was cute. You know, think, what do you want? Before you meet him, what do you want? And if it's not him, say, excuse me, baby, I got things to do. If it's him, great, hug. But by the same token, suppose the guy you want is up the block, and halfway around the corner. What are you sitting here for? Go get him. Oh, oh you see? Okay, so you're of the women that I'm of the not woman, whatever. Man, woman, okay. chicken or child. Okay, so you want whatever those, you want. Go get it. Go get it. Maybe that's what it's there for. Go because get it. Because nowadays, you know, because they got that stigma that the men has to make the first move. Oh no. I'm all about the women making the first move. Like if she's feeling me and, and crushing on me, hey, you know, come up to me. I'm not gonna say no. <laughs> yeah, what's what's wrong with that? Uh, yeah, exactly. You know, it's <laughs> right. like, you know, I mean I want to feel loved and cherished, yeah, too. Yeah, okay, you know, that idea. Yeah. See, another lie. Another lie. You the, you have to go approach every woman. A woman won't approach you. Yeah. Who said that? Bull. I'll say shit. Go ahead, say it. Who hey. said that bullshit? <laughs> do what you want to do. Yeah. I'm all for that. Yeah. You know, and, and, like you, and I was talking to a friend of mine, you know, because women, you know, get that stigma. And they sleep around, call, let's call it what it is. They call them hoes and sluts. If guys, no, I'm if not guys saying that you it. should sleep. No, no, no I'm saying yeah, I'm, I'm in I'm general, or if they, they, if they date multiple guys, yeah, you know, then they're labeled. If men do it, they're praised. But I'm more of the guy. You know what? It's it's even playing field now for me. You know, I can't call a woman that because if I'm doing it, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and I'm getting praised for it. But but I don't do. want you to do it either, guys. Let's really think about this. You know, it's not the sleeping around that's the problem. It's the damn diseases. Yeah. You know, yeah. they got everything. There's chlamydia, syphilis, gonorrhea, everything. HIV, crabs, herpes. All STDs. You just can't be jumping in and out of everything. Yeah. Especially without a condom. So I'm not saying that you sleep with everybody you think is cute. I'm saying think about what you are looking for in a partner. Okay. And then if you see it in another human being, don't be afraid to explore it. Oh, my gosh, that's him. Yeah. Oh, my God, that's her. You know, she is funny. She uh, likes to travel. She's kind to me. Uh, she's intelligent. She likes going to the movies. Oh, my gosh. She likes to jog. Whatever the hell it is. Yeah. You know? And then that's your guy. That's your girl. Mm. But you don't have to. You have to think about what you want. Okay. Because then said, go get it. But you said earlier, um, you know, being that you're going through a situation mm-hmm. and you and you brought the the word prenup. Yes. L- let me say that again. Yeah. Prenup. Prenuptial <laughs> prenups. Um, and you if know, you're already married, think about a postnup. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to ask you, you know, like, do you, are you for the prenup and postnup? Absolutely. Did, did you say, am I for it? No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm a card-carrying, flag-waving, <laughs> prenup girl. And if you missed out, too late, you're married. Post up, baby. I honestly, I didn't even know there was a thing as post. Yes, baby. I, Flag. I got the poster. 
I wish I'd had this before I was divorced. This <laughs> saint of a man. I'm so, I'm just telling you, babies, you, you save on attorney's fees, you save on emotion, you save on energy. I, I think marriage is a difficult concept. Yeah. Especially now because the times are different. I don't know. I, I, I won't go too deep. I'll let you guys talk to your own moms about that. But if you're looking for a mom, call call me because think about it, baby. And when I say you find the guy of your dreams, I'm not saying you have to marry him. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, you know, is this somebody you want to spend some time with? Is is this is this a part of your journey? Is this a piece of the fun part? It should all be fun. But being that you've been married, going mm -hmm. through divorce, would you go through that hassle again? No. No. Did I say that fast enough? No. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there was too much time between the question and the answer. <laughs> There's like an airway delay. <laughs> There's like a delay somewhere. Yeah, she, he, he's probably going to delay that because I said no too fast. No, no, I believe it. I know. I'll probably just cut it even shorter <laughs> that, that the gap. No. So you wouldn't go through the whole process of meeting somebody, uh, you know. Meeting somebody, yeah, great. Okay. Meeting somebody and then spending the rest of your time with them. But never Am I obligated to spend the rest of my time with them? No. No. Uh, do I have to put up with all the nonsense that they want to bring that you didn't know about? No. Do I want to give half of my assets to some idiot that doesn't deserve it? No. I'm like a hell no. No, but... no, no. <laughs> so I think, and little our young audience, don't be jaundiced. If you can find happiness, I'm so happy for you. My grandmother used to teach me, I have just one man's opinion. Since you asked me my opinion, yeah. heck no. As a matter of fact, I sometimes I say, hell to the fuck to the no. <laughs> I love it. No. This is, <laughs> listen to those, those listening. These are the type of conversations we have off <laughs> off mic with a little bit more cussing behind it. <laughs> but for these, these are the type of conversations that we have off mic, and which is why I wanted to get her behind the mic because, I mean, like, there's no filter with her. I mean, like, we haven't gotten into personal, personal, but we're not going to go there. But just the fact that she's sharing this knowledge and saying hell no, hell to the motherfucking no, like that just tells me is, you know, like there's no filter with her, you know, and it's not genuine, and which is why, like, I pursued her. Why I would even, listen, lying? I'll even, listen, I'll even admit to you on record, I would come here from Forney about 25 minutes from here mm -hmm. just to see if you were here. I you know, that. and all the girls will tell me, well, she's not here. I'm like, fuck, man. All right, well, let me get her ice cream. <laughs> let, me get ice cream. <laughs> let me get her ice cream. I would come here, know that, oh, that she's you. not here. I'm like, Damn Yeah, it. we have good times, baby. And we so, like, well. I came here Tuesday, and I said, screw it. I'm going to lock her in because <laughs> I'm not going to keep coming here every other day because they're going to be like, yo, like, why do you come here so much? Like, I know the ice cream is good. I never that. No. No, so, no, I know, but I was like, I always let me go ahead oh, and like let, me go, like, let me go ahead and lock her in yes. now and, and can do this podcast because I've been wanting to do this podcast with you and, you know, just to talk with you and shoot the shit because that's what we do off mm -hmm. mic. You know, like we'll talk, have a glass of wine or you and your coffee and we'll just talk nonsense and life experiences and, you know, like you give me advice and which I, I appreciate as a young man. And so, you know, like learning from the best. So, I mean, it's like uh, I charge these moments. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so going back to you know going back to the shop, like you said, um, 
It's chocolate secret, you know, like you sell chocolate, wine, liquor, ice cream, but you also have a a space next door where you have like a jazz night mm-hmm. and you showcase artists, mm-hmm. paintings and sculptures. sculptures. And so which I love that aspect of you having like, you know, just a building set aside literally like next door. Right, just for art, for beauty. Exactly. Are you like an art aficionado like do you love art you know i i love art i love music and i love all the genres of music uh my great uncle was the drummer for cab calloway oh wow can you believe that but um it was great he was really a cool guy i my middle son uh produces albums and he he his main point is reggae i mean i'm sorry reggae is my thing yeah uh his is rap okay and uh but i listen to everything a country and western opera i have i had before covid season tickets to the opera and the symphony and oh nice so i like all 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 the music you know bluegrass uh what we have here is really r&b and jazz but we have also one time we we had a group we have blue media uh they play more classical music we have uh and just different genres we've had the oud the oud. the oud is a little guitar played in the Middle East. Wow, I mean, we have country and western, but the main focus of music here is jazz and blues. But we have everything because, yeah, go try that. Yeah, and which I love that about here, you know, is, is that like in one part of the building, it's like this very, well, for those who haven't been here, please come out and support. You know, if you love chocolate, this is like chocolate heaven. I've brought friends here and they love I like chocolate. I don't love chocolate, but I like chocolate. <laughs> now, if it was vanilla chocolate, I'm going vanilla all day. You know, <laughs> I have a best friend. Yeah. yeah, actually, like he's been here a couple of times, and he loves chocolate, mm-hmm. and he likes to bake cakes. Wow. And so every time he bakes a cake, he'll call me over, and it's always dark chocolate. Mm. And I'm like, always, it never fails. I've known him. I'm, I'm 40. I've known him almost 35 years. You look like a baby, by the way. Oh, thank you, thank you. It's the haircut. (laughs) (laughs) It's the man. It's the man. So every time he, she calls me over, he says, "Hey, man, I'm baking a cake." And the first thing I ask him is, "Is chocolate?" He said, "Yeah." I'm like, "Ah." "Then all that means, all that means is I gotta bring ice cream." Yes. Yeah. Because yeah, eating that dark, I mean dark chocolate. ah, Like I said, I like it. He loves it, Mm -hmm. but I like it, but. You know, please, you know, like all those listening, you know, come out, support if you love chocolate or just because I know you have food here. And we have here. cake here, too. Yeah, we have, we have lunch. Yes. Really I did not lunch. know that yeah. until recently. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just chocolate and then, um, you know, and, and you there's do cake. And, you know, if you, know, you want a special kind of cake, call me and we make you any kind of cake you want. But I don't know why I'm just telling you that. Just whatever you want. If, if you want a white <laughs> cake, a, you tell me. <laughs> Tell me you plug. want a white cake, I'll have them make you one, okay? I didn't know that. I don't have them make you one. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, you know. We also do rum cake. Oh. And we do uh, the Jamaican carrot rum. cake. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's yeah we fair. do Jamaican rum. It's, Jamaican. it's really, you know, and we do, uh, somebody made me a rum cake one time, and I said, I ate it, and I said, what is this? He said, it's rum cake, fam. I said, there's no rum in it. Right. <laughs> it's not a rum cake, fam. There's no rum. <laughs> we make rum cake, and you can tell there's rum in it. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, what is this? And, and also what I like about your store is that you have uh, 
a little tea section. Oh, we do. We have what, afternoon tea. Afternoon tea, and which it, it's very fancy, by the way. Like if you want that old school, the yeah. little teapots, it, it's very fancy. And like you know, like you provide a lot of service here. You know, like you, you have outdoor patio, yeah, uh, indoor With a little water fountain. It's it, it's yeah. everything. You know, it's it's a beautiful place. Um, you know, like for a date night, you know, mm-hmm. good wine, great environment, mm-hmm. great employees. It's just, it's and all no around pressure. great. Oh, and you can bring kids. We don't, you know, when I first came to the States, I'm going to tell you, I didn't see any kids. Really? And I thought, oh, my God. I thought there was a mystery to it. What do they do with the kids? You go to church, there were no kids. I would go to a party, there were no kids. So I really thought that they were doing something to the kids. <laughs> Call my mom, I said. I don't know what they're doing with the kids. I don't see any. But because if, if in St. Croix, if there's a party, the kids come, and they, it gets late. They sleep in the back room. We, they set up a room for the kids. They yeah. sleep in the back, and they play. If you go to church, the kids are in church. And if they cry, okay. If they're, if they're sitting next to you, pick them up. If somebody else is near them, the other person picks them up. Wow. You know? It, and the kid, you're going to yell at a four-year-old running down the aisle? He's supposed to run. Yeah. So you run. If he falls, say, okay, baby, you're all right. Come, let me hug you a little bit, young people. <laughs> and, but here, they go to Sunday school or daycare or For vacation the babysitter, yeah. vacation something. And I, in Chocolate Secrets, you got a kid, bring him. <laughs> it's children, okay. Children allowed. <laughs> children allowed. <laughs> children allowed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bring him, we like him. I don't uh, understand that one. So... Have you been? Have you been back to Saint Croix? Oh yeah. It was I last time you went back. All the time. It's on my bucket list to go. Yeah. Oh. It's on my bucket and list. And I'm gonna tell go. you, they probably will aim you at Saint Thomas, because Saint Thomas is a uh, really kind of geared more for the tourists. Okay. So they're gonna sell you a lot of perfume and rum, duty free. Oh really? But that's okay. You get rum and perfume any place. Yeah. But Saint Croix is not aimed at tourists, so. I like hanging with the locals. Yeah, anyways. it's just right. I like hanging with the locals. I like eating with the locals. Like right. On my last trip that I went for my birthday, I think I briefly told you about it. Like, I've never been to an island until until I went to Utila and to Roatan. Mm. Loved it. Uh, very low key, very chill. Very laid back. low key. No, always late to everything. Every, it's not late. <laughs> we just say, don't worry about it. Soon come. It's coming soon. Don't worry about it. Soon you come. Yeah, soon, soon come. come. <laughs> So one time I saw this tourist at on my island, and it was eight o'clock, and he was banging on the door. We say punk, bang, bang, bang. And one of the West Indian women, crucial woman, passed by. And she said, "So, honey, honey, what's the matter?" And the guy said, "You know, this store says it's open at eight o'clock. It's eight <laughs> fifteen." And the lady said, "Honey, what's inside that you need at eight o'clock? You can't get at eight fifteen, eight twenty. Just wait a minute. It's coming soon. Come." I like how, I like how your accent comes out. Oh, yeah. Your, your little so, accent's yeah. coming out. Do you speak that accent? You know, I practice. At, at first, more so it was a practice. It's like when you go home. You know, we drive on the other side of the road. Really? Yeah. So Because we were that. owned by Seven Flags, and a lot of European countries own us, and they drive on the other side. Yeah. Now they drive. On the wrong side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they drive. I don't know what side they, they drive. They drive on the wrong right side. Uh, oh, you say my side is the wrong side? Well, the Hold on a minute. The <laughs> Well, the, the the other seven we flags. We drive on the right side. We drive on the appropriate side. Yes, yes. But they so when America bought us, we were all used to driving on the other side. So they started selling us American cars with the steering wheel on the other side. Correct. But we still stayed on our side. Really? Wow. So 
So it's like this. If you go there, you have to think when you first start to drive. Think. It's the other side, fam. <laughs> <laughs> so when you come to make a turn, mm -hmm. stop. Stop a second and think. You're not in America. It's yes. the other side. Yeah. So you don't turn into the Yeah, car. the wrong, yeah. But after you're there a couple of days, it's fine. I drove on the wrong side when my best friend and I took a trip to Thailand. Oh. And so they drive on the left side. Yeah. And, like, let's just say my friend and I could have had died twice because, you know. It's the turn. It's the turn. And the windshield wiper knob is on the, here in the U.S., it's on the right. There's mm -hmm. on the left. Yes. And the turn signal, you know. Ours it, is on the, it's yeah, right. It's as backwards. So, yeah, so I definitely know that driving on the left side, it takes a while to get used to. It just to. takes a second. Yeah. Just give it a minute. And then you got it. You're good. You know, I'm just telling you, it's not that it's too difficult to overcome. It's not so, a bigger problem. If I were to go to St. Croix, mm, you're going to love it. Where would you send me? Like, where would be the hot spots to go? Mm. Well, in some places, it's not the a big island, island is nine miles Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't go very far. But. Yeah, no matter where you go, it's the best place. Like, I, I like to send tourists sometimes to the, to the Domino Club. Okay. And they have really great fried chicken. Oh. Um, pate. Oh, pate. Johnny cake. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. My friend from, yeah, he's from Utila. And, like, he's always mentioned about Johnny cake. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah. when I went to Utila, like, he told me to mention that, but I forgot. You know, oh, you I was, forgot? I was well, drinking go, too much. Go with, oh, there's drinking too. <laughs> yeah, a lot of rum. A lot of rum. <laughs> I don't know how to how to describe it. I used to have friends that would come down to see me from the States. Okay. And they would always say, oh, my God, Pam, what do you do here? And I was confused. What do you mean do? You just, you be. Yeah. You are. You just, isn't that good? It is. I mean, at least, like, that's what I learned. Well, in Utila, because I was there by myself. And because my best friend told me, my best friend told me, the one who, who's from there, he's like, dude, when you get there, don't rush anything. Yeah. That island is only four miles long, <laughs> you know, five <laughs> miles wide. <laughs> Nobody's in a rush to get anywhere. <laughs> and it took me it took me a minute to adjust to that, uh, especially when I got to Roatan. You know, I landed and I was trying to find something. And, and those fools, though, the, the taxi drivers, they're just taking a sweet-ass time. And I'm like, bro, yeah. I need to get to my hotel. <laughs> I mean, you know, come on. You they don't even in. know what you're talking about. Exactly. They're oh, like, and so it took me a minute to 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 just be like, yo, just chill, you know. Yeah. There's no rush. I literally had no plans right. to do anything, just besides right. eat, sleep, beach, and repeat. And be. Yeah. So I was just like, you know what? Let me. So it definitely took me a while to just be like, okay, like I need to just. And then you got it. I did. Which, yeah. being that lazy, I thought I, I almost missed my flight. But you know, it's not it a problem. The no, no, it is because it scared the hell out of me. Because because okay, you know, I'm gonna tell you, if you miss it, don't problem. There's another one going. Yeah, but it's expensive as hell coming yeah. back. Don't worry about it. Everything is soon coming. <laughs> Just relax, you know. Um, oh, I'll tell I'd you, I got so yeah. I was I was supposed to so my birthday was 21st on Sunday. I was going to be there Monday, the 22nd, and tour the, the island. The 23rd, I was supposed to take a ferry back to Roatan and fly back on the 24th. And I had no watch. I wasn't checking my phone, so I lost track of time. So when I went to bed, I thought it was the 20, 
the fourth that I was flying back. You really got it. Then. I panicked. You know, you really got the island then. I did. You're right. Just relax. I panicked. If you lost track of the days, that's perfect. You enjoyed yourself. Yeah, but I, I panicked because I had agreed because I hired a taxi driver. I, I told him, hey, this is my schedule. I'm going back and forth to the port and to the airport. I'll pay you. Give me a number. Just be here at a certain time, you know. Because in the islands, you know, like, you don't really make much. And this is all the gentlemen. I was like, you know what? You know, it's his business. So let me go support his business. So I hired him. I bought a round trip ticket from the, you know, from the islands ahead of time. But that day that I forgot or thought I was coming back, I bought another ticket, which I spent like, like 60 bucks. And then I was looking at plane tickets. I was like, man, because my flight was at 2 o'clock on a Wednesday because I started work on Thursday. So my it was at 2 o'clock, and the ferry didn't leave until until 11. And it's our ferry. I'm like, okay. So I get that 11. I get that 12. I tell my taxi to hurry up and get across the island to the hotel where I'm staying at back to the airport and if if it all goes well because i had left my luggage already packed and ready to go at the hotel where i was sent originally i said i just gotta go pick up my things and drop off my keys i should be back at the hotel by one o'clock 1 30 pushing it and then i panicked which has never happened to me and i've traveled mm-hmm. like a lot on my own and with groups but i was so disappointed because i was like i can't believe this happened to me like as much traveling experience I have, I cannot believe that this happened to me. Like, it, it, it should be happening to me. But then, like you said earlier, just let it go. It is yeah, what it right. is. You know? And look, you're sitting right here right now. And then, so I said, you know what? Screw it. You know what? It works out. I said, I said, fine. I said, screw it. Whatever. I went to bed. I slept for a couple of hours. Oh, nice. I woke up. I was like, wait a minute. I don't leave until tomorrow. <laughs> I'm just saying, I felt so stupid. Like, I just oh, spent $60 one man. way when, when I already bought my round trip ticket, you know, from like, you know, from weeks before wow. I booked my flight. And I was like, oh my God. But really, I, that's a beautiful story. It, well, it, it is now, but at the time, like, I was shitting bricks because I was looking at flights back, right? I was like, man, there but were $1,200. Now you learned how that was not necessary. Yeah. So the next time, don't panic, whatever it is. I know, but see, but I like to have, like, especially when it comes to traveling, like, I like to know, I like to be in control. And the illusion was, of control. What was <laughs> what was keeping me up late at night, it was just the fact that I cannot believe I let this happen to me. Like me, I've traveled a lot. I've been to many places. And the fact that I, myself, let this Wrong happen. Way, baby. Oh, I was and look, I've traveled so, so much. I'm so good at this. I, wow. Exactly. And then I said, you know what? Screw it, whatever. You know, you and go. then I, I can w- handle it. I woke up the next morning. I was like, wait a minute. I look at the dates and I'm like, wait a minute. Today's the 23rd. I fly back the 24th. I was so happy. Mm-hmm. I walked I walked to the port. I was happy as I can be. I got on the ferry. I sat outside at the front of the ferry and I was just like, I just felt this pressure and weight off my shoulder yes because i was like okay i'm good like i'm not stressing about having to spend twelve hundred dollars one way Mm -hmm. having to rush the taxi to go pick up my stuff and bring back to the airport because he was an older gentleman Mm -hmm. he wasn't driving fast Mm -hmm. you know so i was like he wouldn't be driving fast if he was young yeah so (laughs) i was just like uh, i felt so relieved and i was like you know what okay this is definitely island life 
Yeah. I like it, but then I don't because, you oh. know, I lost control of that. And so I you got lost so. lost the illusion of control. And I was so into the moment, you know, I've just been ironing life and not worry about anything else. You know, it's just eat, sleep, beach, and repeat again because that's all I did. And the you fact, say it like it's a bad thing. It's not. It's a beautiful <laughs> thing. You know, being my very first time in the island, yeah, it was a very beautiful thing for me. Like, I would definitely go back. I would definitely go back and do it again if I if I had to, but this time with a little bit more control. And if you go, there is no control. It's an illusion. I know, it is. And if you go to St. If you go to the Virgin Islands, try to hit St. John. It's a big national park. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And go to St. Croix. Don't don't just be aimed at perfume and Oh, no, no. Booze. I, well, I'm all about booze, but. <laughs> yeah, we make rum. You know, we yeah. make Kusha rum in Ireland. Yeah. So. It's beautiful. I know you got to go, so. Well, I never we'll have to this. go. So. I and like, I love this. <laughs> We'll do a part two, maybe. Uh, next time, we'll, where we get Tony and the guys yes. and, and the boys and ask them the perspective of work. Yeah. Because all three of them work here, right? Yeah. Well, two. The two. middle one Ari. lives in Costa Rica. Ali lives in Costa Rica. Oh, does he? Yeah, and here. So he splits his time. Back and forth. Yeah, okay. and he plays with a band called Talawa okay. in Costa Rica. And, um, you know, he's a musician. So they, he plays everything the guitar. The oh, drums, nice. The right, so, so next piano. time, you know, like we'll do. One with Tony, and then the other one, and of course. Armand and Ali. Yeah, definitely. But I always like to end my podcast with my guests giving a piece of advice or something that they live by, you know. So, you know. you know, for Other than prenup? <laughs> and and post-up. <laughs> or post-up? I can't no, believe, you know, what, yo, like, yo, you caught me off guard with that, with that prenup. Like, I was like, wait, wait, where did that come from? I'm trying to have a serious moment with you. Okay, okay. And you're over okay. here trying to bug <laughs> You were joking? Okay. Like, come on, man. <laughs> this is why she's my auntie, Pam. This is why she's my auntie. This is why he's I, my I, baby boy. I can't take serious it serious, man. Okay. It is like, yo, it's like, I'm going to have a serious moment. She busts out with the prenup. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's my advice. Yes. You ready, guys? Go ahead. Sit down for two weeks. At least sit down. Start today. And think about what you want. What do you want? Then... Realize how amazing you are. If you don't know you're amazing, you don't think you deserve anything. You won't go get it. Maybe that guy should get a trip, a cruise, Australia. I don't know. Whatever it is you want. <laughs> I don't want a cruise to Australia, but whatever you want. <laughs> Maybe that guy deserves it because he's awesome. Who are you? Know, know what you want. Know how awesome you are. And the rest of the planet. I don't look down. I don't look up. We're all great. And then go do it. And if somebody tells you a lie, they're lying. If somebody tells you no, they're lying. Go do what you want to do. Ooh. How's that? Word spoken. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Auntie Pam. Again, thank you so much for having this with me. It was a pleasure and honor for you to sit down You know what I'm going to make you? One of them fancy ass bananas. Shout out to Auntie Pam. Again, like I said, thank you so much for having this. I mean, you know, coming on and, and, and doing this podcast. Thank and, you. Um, I hope it was a, it was a fun experience for you yeah, as well. It sure was. You know, um, it always is. I mean, definitely we'll do a part two with you and the boys. You know, whenever yeah. they're back in, in in the shop. But again, thank you so much, and to everybody listening, thank you for hanging out with us. Subscribe, share with your friends, and uh, of course, welcome to the Ozone. I told you I'd be back, big and better. And what better way to start off season four with Auntie Pam from Chocolate Secret?
If you want to know what's next, come back to the Ozone. It's just what you need.